Welcome to Rawsome Parenting. It's Kathy and Lynn. This is a platform where parents can offload and say anything anonymously. If you have a story, we want to hear from you. Because parenting is raw, it's awesome, it's Rawsome. Welcome back to Rawsome Parenting. It is, our, it is our very last episode for the season. I'm here with Lynn Nguyen. It's bittersweet, huh? How's it going it's over very there? bittersweet. Yeah. It's good. I'm excited that we've managed to get through an entire season, but I'm also a little bit sad because, you know, we won't be talking to each other every week. <laughs> or we could be. We could be. We could be still, I yeah. guess. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, last week I had, um, I was pretty up and down last week because of COVID and the uncertainties and then things closing back down again. And you know me, I, I've always talked about I'm a people person, so I, I, I struggled a bit last year, last week for sure. Right. Because... Now, with everything that's happening in the holiday season, I imagine that it's going to get even more hectic. People are trying to figure out how to celebrate Christmas with a new norm, right? And it's just saddening. So it's just uncertain. And I've always been someone that's really certain of the future. So for me to not feel certain, it's it's a little bit nerve-wracking. But I'm trying to, you know, manage those emotions. At least, Well, I'm not- I don't think it's going to be easy. But I, I have a feeling you'll prevail. Yeah, we always You're a do. thriver. Yeah, I, know. I always try to find solutions. But like, other than exactly. that, like I'm I'm looking forward to having some time off and a break and yeah, next year. That is going to be really nice. I think for a lot of people who have been scrambling with work and juggling home life and figuring out how to make it all sort of, you know, be fluid, it's going to be nice just to have a little bit of a break for the holidays for sure. Yeah, for sure. That is Speaking actually of breaks. Yes. Go for it. Well, I was say I was going to say speaking of breaks for the holidays, we're going to take a little bit of a break so that we can really um va- ramp up for our next season, which I'm uh, that is really something to look forward to for me. Yeah, it's definitely something to look forward to. We definitely had a lot of good feedback. And that's what we really appreciate. I that's what I appreciate about you is you're very open to feedback and so am I. And so um our audience that's listening has been giving us a lot of great feedback. Yeah, I really love feedback a lot. And we'll get to what some of the people were saying um, about our season so that we can really improve for the next season. But before we do that, I would really love to summarize some of the common themes and the uh, some of the common you know perspectives that we were offering throughout this season. One of the things that really stood out for me was sort of how no matter what the topic was and no matter who was writing in, family standards was one of the things that I realized a lot of people don't think about when they're running their family, right? Or when they're within their family systems, they don't think about what their own family standards are. And I think that's the thing that makes it so hard when it comes to parenting, because we're constantly looking outward. We're constantly trying to measure up to the family next door or the family from across the world. And it isn't realistic, and it's the thing that causes so much strain inside our own household, because everybody is an individual. And it doesn't get talked about enough, for sure, because even with my own, as you're saying that, I look at my own family, and, you know, clearly we were raised differently. He's Caucasian, I'm Asian, and we never talked about any of these things when we got together. We never talked about how building a family would be, how raising a child would be, what that would look like until that actually started to happen, and then all of these you know, things and triggers started to come up, not just for myself, but for him. And it, it's, it's tough. And then now you add a whole global pandemic in there <laughs> while That's raising right. a, a, a toddler and still challenging some of your own demons, uh, I, I guess I can say, is not 
easy. It's not easy at all. And we don't get taught this. So how do we know that it's something that we need to discuss? It's interesting how education runs itself because we get taught math and science and social studies and all these other things. But nobody sits down and says, okay, let's talk about what's important to you and how you would like that to pan out in your own family. What is it going to be? And furthermore, it's about getting clear of what what matters to me, what I'm flexible with when it comes to my values and boundaries. Like people don't talk about any of those things. We don't get taught. So we don't even know where to begin. And that's why I think having a platform where you can sort of process your experience so that another person can jump in and say, okay, I see what's going on. Maybe what you're missing is the XYZs of your own family standards. And I think, and I hope that some of the perspectives that we offer throughout the season was going to, was helpful to the listeners. Uh, I think there was one episode I remember, you know, the mom was saying that her kids wanted answers to COVID and she didn't have any. And I imagine that it's going to be a long time before we have any answers at all. If, if we even do. Um, And so that is just case in point why it's ever more important for you to sit down with your family and say, okay, I understand this is what's happening outside. I understand this is what's happening for your friends' families and for my friends' families. And some of these things are going to be helpful to us, but a lot of them are not going to be helpful. And this is why. What do you think as a family we should do? It's getting deeper to that level too, right? Like there's what you're talking about. And then there's going that extra step in understanding like when we should talk about these things too. Timing is also um, part of that. Timing is everything. (laughs) So... Yeah, we, we, we talked about a lot and that kind of um, segues into, you know, when you think about everything we just talked about now in the last like, what, two, three minutes, it boils down to communication. A hundred percent. Communication is the most important, I would say, but it's also the most difficult. Are you kidding me? It's sometimes <laughs> nearly impossible depending on who you're sitting across from, right? <laughs> if, you, if you have a spouse who has a difference of opinion, you already know that that's going to be impossible. And that word gets thrown around pretty easily. You need to communicate better or communication is is what we're lacking. But then... Well, that's the thing. Yeah, we're never taught it really. We're not. And then again, we don't get clear on any of it. It's the same thing as the family centers. If you're not getting clear on what communication means, what does it sound like? What tone is acceptable? Although I have to say this, like I listened to um, a TikTok video. I, I love TikTok. I'm on it. And so... One of the things that I heard Will Smith say was, you know, his son was going into this whole spiel about what he likes and what he doesn't like. And so Will Smith said, okay, instead of if you want to be successful in whatever facet of life you're going to be in, remove the likes and dislikes from the entire conversation. Because it comes down to this. He says, if somebody says something, the only two things you need to ask yourself is, is it true And is it helpful, I think? And so it's like just to remove the like and dislike. So I don't like your tone. I don't like the way you're saying it. But it's like, okay, first of all, if you removed all of that, is the message valid? So it almost sounds like he's trying to teach you how to remove the triggers. Almost. It is. Is what it sounds like. Exactly. And I really admire Will Smith. I think he is somebody who's very insightful um, he's self-reflective way more than the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for me. 
Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. He's so he's so wise and insightful. And I really loved the way he said that because it really reminds me of how important it is when you are triggered inside a family system to take a step back and just say, okay, that really hurt. And although it hurt what that person just said, is there any truth to it? If there's truth to it, maybe we can find a way to sort of look, overlook the delivery and just focus on the message. But it almost sounds like too, like a bit of compassion there. By taking out the dislikes and likes, it brings you back to that level of compassion. Yeah, and then the intention is set forth to just connect. And it says that, I get it. I get how you delivered wasn't kind or nice and maybe it hurt my feelings. And I understand what the intention is behind what you're trying to say. And I, and I think that from a parenting perspective, that might be helpful when our children are saying things like, I hate you, I don't want to talk to you, you know, things like that. And especially when they get into their youth and they're starting to say much more unkind things. So I, I wonder if that's helpful or if you're across from a spouse who's spitting something at you and, and all you feel is angry, it could just be like, I understand that this is making me angry. And what's the reason for saying it? It's because they need love. Is it because they need kindness? Is it because they need compassion right now? What is it going to take for me to be connected to the person in this moment? So there are so many ways to communicate. Yeah, it's so powerful that you're saying that because as you're saying it, I know a lot of people that don't do that. We, I, I've done that a lot of our relationship. I've only recently started taking a step back and taking a moment And being able to ask some of these questions, not all the questions that you just asked yourself or that you gave as an example, um, it is really helpful. But I'm going to be honest right now, it's not done very often. No, and it's not done easily. No, no. So I think that's really important that you highlighted that because showing someone the questions versus like just expecting them to know what types of questions they should ask so that they can calm down and, you know, that... That alone is like super triggering, telling someone to calm down when, you know, how often does someone calm down when you tell them to calm down? Calm Never, down ever. right now. Never, ever. <laughs> because saying to someone, calm down, is basically invalidating everything that they're feeling in the moment. You know, it's saying that what you're doing is wrong and you need to stop it. And if I'm pissed off, I don't want to be told that I'm wrong. So fuck you. I'm not coming down. That's actually going to make me more angry and I'm going to show you. Or there's times where my husband has done that to me. He's like, calm down. But I I felt like in that moment that I was really actually calm. But to him, because his family doesn't necessarily use a big tone all the time, that my tone can come across as not calm. So even in my mind, it can sound triggering for me, not because I felt shut down. It's more like I was calm. What are you talking about? Like, don't tell oh, me yeah. not to calm. Don't tell me to calm down. I was calm. <laughs> well, that the word that comes up for me there is assumptions, right? There's yes. an assumption around what you think is happening for me, and it's oh, not. Is, and yes. I don't need you to assume that. Instead, why don't you just ask me? So that's another piece of communication that we brought up a lot. And it was another C word, curiosity. So when all else fails, curiosity is going to be your glue to everything. And that's my opinion. It's not fact. It's not truth. But it is something that I practice a lot in my personal life. And I have advised a lot of my friends to to use. And I have found that it's helped them. So, you know, it's helped me huge. That's that's something that I practice a lot more now. And 
Um, lo and behold, the arguments have lessened. Hmm. Perfect. So we're effective. So speaking of communication, we have been really lucky and fortunate to have a lot of feedback throughout the season. People have been very generous with letting us know how we can improve our episodes. And as we've gone along, I think that we've tried to implement a lot of that feedback. Uh, but one thing that we haven't done this season, and it's only because of a lack of access to people, um, was having more guest speakers. So that was a big one. We've had quite a few people ask us about bringing on special guest speakers because we had one episode this season where Jessica Rose came on. Mm-hmm. From that was really helpful. That was insightful. Rosebud, yes. So she was really helpful. And, you know, when we talked about cutting and self-harm, she was there and she had a, a lot to offer. So moving into season two, which is going to happen in January, we are going to focus on bringing on some guest speakers to discuss a more themed uh, set of episodes. So we're going to be heading into season two with seasons. So we're going to talk about a season of loss because we're in winter. We're going to talk about loss, death, dying, and what does it mean for you or a loved one if that's what you're going through. And just trying to normalize that conversation because it it's not something that is easy to talk about, of course, right? Death is never something easy. And being in the industry that I am, that's something that a lot of people just shy away from. So normalizing, normalizing that conversation so that it knows, people know what to say, how to support someone who's maybe grieving or someone who's going through an illness, et cetera, et cetera, is really helpful. Um, because again, based on what we said earlier, communication is, is huge. And so we want to be able to highlight and teach people how to communicate with each other during a, such a dark time. We want to teach them that. We also want to talk about loss, not just in the sense of physical death. We want to talk about it in the form of spiritual death or identity loss. There's so many different ways that we can lose someone we love or someone that we care about. There's so many ways that we can lose ourselves in the course of life. So I really want to make sure that we keep that open. And so for our listeners, if you have an experience around loss, death, dying, please write us because we would love to share your story. And because we're going to be bringing on some guest speakers, it will be an amazing opportunity just to get an extra perspective around what to do, how to heal, how to overcome. That's something that we really want to focus on come January. So you have about a month. And if you're not working and you have some time off, it will be a perfect opportunity. We have a link in our bio where you can actually just click on it, send us an anonymous letter, and we'll go ahead and we'll read it like we have this season. Um, yeah. But or even yeah. if you guys have anybody that you guys would like us to bring on as a special yes. guest, like we're open to that too. And I think I want to commend ourselves too for uh, oh. being so open to accepting the feedback because it, it has to be a two-way street, right? Well, it comes back down to that whole thing. Like, yes. Let me hear the truth. Yeah. No matter how hurtful you think it might be, don't give me the niceties and just leave it at that. So a lot of people were saying it's good. I don't I want it to be helpful. I want it to resonate. I want it to sting a little sometimes. So just just give it all to me. Open so thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. So pat on the shoulders to us for that. To us, yes. <laughs> we're able to create a safe space so that people can share openly and raw. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> So do you have any big plans for the holidays, Kathy? I don't. Uh, we already put up our tree, which is kind of nice, because that's something that I I love-hate. I hate doing it. But then once it's up, it's love like, oh, it just, it. it just 
gives it that ambiance in here. Right. Um, I don't know what COVID is going to entail. So that's why we're not really planning. Um, I'm preparing basically a PowerPoint for um, a possible Zoom party for, okay. you know, my high school friends because we do an annual get together normally and we do gift exchange with the kids. And um, so, yeah. And then with my my family, we've got eight kids. So we just said no, no gifts this year because not everyone is working. So we're like, just, we'll, we'll try to spend time if we're allowed. But other than that, it's just hang out. Just going to be the three musketeers at home. Yeah. You, your hubby, and your son. Yeah. Well, Most that likely. sounds like a good time anyways. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love Christmas so much. I'm the crazy Christmas lady. So I'm really looking forward to just decorating a place and yes. getting things going, doing some baking. That's kind of my jam. So I'm excited for that for sure. Oh, you bake. That's nice. Oh, Ben, I do a little bit of baking. I have a couple of recipes that I run every year, once a year, and that's about it. But yeah, whatever everybody else has going on at home, I hope you all have an amazing holiday season. I know it's not going to be exactly how you've done it in previous years, and there's still ways to make it great. Let's look at our family standards again. Let's improve that communication. Let's get clear on what it is that's important, what you can get rid of, and just really enjoy yourselves because I think after 2020 has kicked all of our asses, we all deserve to have a nice, enjoyable time for Christmas or for the holidays. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever it is you celebrate, I hope you enjoy it. And you know what? This whole time down, this down, sorry, down time down downtime has allowed us to be a little bit more creative so hopefully you guys can get some creativity creativity going throughout christmas and uh last thing before we let you go is we'd like to set, um say a special thank you to our sound guy behind the scenes vin Nguyen, a good friend of ours and thanks for him editing all of our stuff it wasn't for him we wouldn't be here today so special shout outs to you and give him a quick follow at Vindulu Creative. We will be sure to have his IG page located in the comment section of this podcast. Until next time and next season, stay safe and healthy. Parenting is raw. It's awesome. It's rawsome. Awesome.